Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now back to 95.7 The Game. So this weekend at Oracle Park, the Giants celebrated... Will Clark and everything that he did for San Francisco, taking them from, you know, kind of a tough spot in Major League Baseball to mm-hmm. helping them turn the corner into the franchise that they are today, the successful franchise they are today. And it got me thinking, went down the baseball reference rabbit hole to the 1985 baseball draft. Hey, get get your fingers away from the keyboard over there because I teased it. You know we're playing the game. Will Clark was the second overall pick in the 1985 draft, a fourth was Hall of Famer Barry Larkin. Barry Bonds actually went sixth. It's still crazy that I can't say Hall of Famer Barry Bonds. And then uh, Rafael Palmero went 22nd. The first overall pick in the 1985 Major League Baseball draft. Game show music cam, please. Who am I? I was a catcher, an outfielder, a first baseman, third baseman, and DH. I played for multiple teams. I was a one-time All-Star, but considering Barry Larkin, Barry Bonds, and Rafael Palmero went after me, I was somewhat of a bust, at least in terms of those three. Who am I? Nineteen eighty-five. What, what, what team did he get drafted? What team did he play for the most? Out of the University of North Carolina, got drafted by the Brewers, played for the Braves and the Orioles as well. Maybe not a household name, but it is a baseball guy. I'm sure you've heard it. Text line. You can hop in. No cheating. We all have devices in front of us, so it's a tough one. I have no clue. BJ Surhoff from the University of North Carolina went number one. Will Clark went second. And uh, so the Brewers took BJ Surhoff that year. They could have had Barry Bonds, Barry Larkin. Will Clark or Palmero, and they end up with B.J. Serhoff. Nice little Swiss jackknife. Swiss army knife, rather, but yeah. Cut the game show music. (laughs) But some baseball talk regarding the San Francisco Giants potentially looking towards their future, but uh, when it comes to Aaron Judge right now, 42 home runs, unless he hit one today. We have not looked up the statistics on that. Producers in the back, Brian Iglesia. Get on it. Did Aaron Judge hit a homer today? Because if he didn't, that would shock me. He's homered in seven of his last nine games. He's at 42. And if he keeps up, and not even keeps up, if he semi-keeps up this pace of hitting, let's say, five home runs every 10 games. No homer today. Okay, no homer today. But if he's hitting homers every other game, he's hit seven of his last nine. 
he his chance of catching Barry Bonds is all time single season record. Will it happen? I don't think so. Are you rooting for it to happen? That's what I ask you. As a Giants fan. Yeah, I just to see something new, get some excitement of watching every judge at bat. If it's gonna I mean, baseball needs this, number one. And number two, if it's gonna go down, at least it's gonna go down to someone who grew up a fan of the Giants and Aaron's judge, which I think is the best thing going for the Giants when it comes to the Aaron Judge sweepstakes next season if there ends up even being one. But I would I would love to see Aaron Judge continue to get close and and potentially break Barry's record. I think it's good for the game. I think anything you can do to get eyeballs on Major League Baseball is good. Wouldn't necessarily want to see Barry go down, but we all remembered how electric those races were, and we haven't seen anything close to it since. And I do think there's a bit of a uh, false, false narrative as far as Aaron Judge, and I've been one of those people as well that have joked about Yankee Stadium and how small it is. Turns out he hits just as many home runs, at least last year, he had just as many, if not more, home runs on the road. So even though, yes, his little pop-ups to right field at Yankee Stadium do end up being home runs, He's hitting some legit but those bombs. Are opposite field pop-ups. Exactly. He's hitting some. Now, my, the argument is if he played, and this is a reason to not go to San Francisco, because those are off the wall in, in Oracle Park. Those are not home runs. Those are doubles. Opposite field. But when you're talking about the smashes to left field as a right-handed hitter, what's the Giants wall like in left? No, in no. Of- I, I would say those are no doubters. We follow, or I follow this account called Would It Dong? And they're basically what they do is they post every time a major leaguer hits a home run, they say how far it went and how many ballparks would it be a home run in. Majority of Aaron Judge's home runs, they say, would have been a home run in 30 out of 30 ballparks. So there is a bit of a situation where, and, and I'm on record too. You know what it is, honestly? The Red Sox, their right field might be might be worse. They're both really bad. Oh, down is it the pesky pole? Yeah, I mean, they're if bad. You're, man. If you're going off the pesky pole, yeah, you're looking at that's a that's a fly ball at Oracle Park. It's a fly ball. Yeah, yeah. It's not even touching the warning track. Not even really getting close. Um, Aaron Judge, 42 home runs on the season. Is it possible he catches Barry Bonds? Eight 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 nine five seven ninety five seventy. And we'll load that question up. If it is possible, are you rooting for it? I know that Bonds is a uh, sacred name out here. Got a lot of love in the Bay Area, but at the same time, something new for the game of baseball wouldn't be all bad. It's different, though, with social media. Back when Sosa and McGuire were chasing for the the home run crown, it was appointment television. Right now, I feel like it would be more social media updates. You know, mm-hmm. like, did Aaron Judge... I, I don't know if I'm tuning to every single Aaron Judge at bat, when he's at 62 with 10 games left to see if he can, you know, go on a tear and catch that mark. But I am at least searching his name every night before I go to bed on Twitter, seeing if I can, you know, get some highlights. Well, and not to mention the team is great right now. So the only way I think Aaron Judge gets lured away from Yankees is if they, again, if they don't do what they need to do in the playoffs. Cause we've seen, we haven't seen this before per se. We've seen them play very well 
throughout the season and then not do anything in the postseason. If they underachieve in the postseason again, regardless of what Aaron Judge does, he can be lured away. But there is no way if they get that you don't even have to win it. You just got to get to it because if you lose it, they're going to want revenge. And he is not he's not going to leave New York if they get to the World Series. They have to lose before. A couple things. One, five, one, oh, the teams the Yankees will play will start walking Judge. The pettiness, like, no one likes the Yankees. I mean, outside right. of Yankees fans, America's team, whatever, like no casual fan is like, I can't wait for the Yankees. You know, I want the Yankees to win again. Right. Although it has been so long that they've won that I feel like some of the disdain towards them has, you know, it's it's nowhere near it was in 2001 or 2000 where it's like, I do not want the Yankees to win another title. I'll root for the Mets. I'll root for the Diamondbacks. I'll root for whoever it may be, as long as it's not the Yankees. This year, if they played the Dodgers in the World Series, I think about 85% of the fans in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. maybe even more, would go Dodgers. Or, excuse me, would go Yankees. Over Dodgers? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. I, it's not even close. But even, let's say it wasn't Dodgers. Let's say it's uh, Yankees and Braves. I think some... I think you may get a little split where some people mm -hmm. are like, eh, it's been a while. We saw the Braves win it last year. Give us the Yankees. Yeah. I did want to pivot real quick back to Barry Bonds because this is something that I don't know if a lot of people know as far as Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame and talking about the home run record. And if if Aaron Judge did beat it, then Barry doesn't even have that to hang his hat on, even though he should have a Hall of Fame career regardless. He but, still would have all time. Well, sh yes, yeah. yes, yes. So Bonds, he's not done in the Hall of Fame. He's not. He's done as far as the, the traditional, yeah. yeah, the traditional voting in. But he is likely to end up on the today's game ballot this December, meaning his fate will now be in the hands of 16 committee members who will meet to consider retired players no longer eligible for the BBWAA vote, along with managers, umpires, and executives. The committee is made up of players already in the Hall of Fame, executives, and veteran media members. The election will be held at the winter meetings in December, although it's been canceled the last two winters because of obviously the situation. So how we it would be fitting because I don't think this thing can go down. You can't even call it a Hall of Fame without any real credibility especially the way they're parading around big poppy as if he's done nothing wrong does he get in with this new vote with guys that play the game right well, it's it depends on the splits because there you said guys that played the game you said 16 guys that play the game did you say umpires are in there no um, executives yes. no along with umpires executives and managers writers. umpires and executives no riders Oh, I thought you said veteran writers. Because I was saying, if, if if it's a split of, you know, 4-4 four, four and then eight veteran writers, no. he's not. I, I just don't think there, there's something about the writers, the, especially the old-time so, writers. So, yes. So, the B, yes, along with managers, umpires, and executives, that was the first. And then the committee, yes, now the today's game committee is made up, you're right, of executives, Players already in the Hall of Fame and veteran media members. So is that is it the same people that haven't been voting for him? So the thing is, like the players, yes. I I, I think anyone that that played the game, if they're getting a, a secret vote or whether it's even you know out there for the public, whatever it may be, you're going with bonds because 
regardless of the roids or not, he was he was a star before it. I mean, we were just talking about the 1985 draft. He was good coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. Went sixth overall, not high school, Arizona State. Went sixth overall coming out of college. So he was good then, good with the Pirates, was five-tool player, the best five-tool player we've ever seen. And sure, the home run record may be a little skewed, like it was with everyone during that era. But he was a Hall of Famer before. And look, it's all about perspective. We've been talking about old-time baseball players, basketball players, whatever it may be, and they didn't know any better. At this time, so many people, so many stars were doing this. I, I don't. I just think it's tough. I I think you give them the vote, but when it comes to the writers, if they make up 50% of that panel, good luck. Well, ve- veteran, quote unquote, veteran writers, veteran that, media you know, members that think the game was ruined through that era. Well, or people that Barry wasn't very nice to. Yeah. That it's it's that's that same group. And don't get me wrong, I have nothing against Big Poppy. It is not his fault that these writers and and everyone who has a vote, it's not his fault that they were all that they're picking and choosing. So it's not about Big Poppy, but you have to mention Big Poppy because of how they've treated Barry. You have to. So it's nothing against him. We're we're still mad at the same people, but at the same time, man, just no shame. You know, and they have Barry Bonds memorabilia in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't get that, man. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like it's Pete Rose too. You know, they have all this stuff in the Hall of Fame. They're they're not afraid to parade all his achievements. It's but the bizarre. guy the guy that actually formulated those achievements. Yeah. We're not going to know how they got ever. their hands on that stuff. I don't know. 925 Barry was a four tool player, did not have a great arm. Well, greatest four tool player of all time. Yeah. No, that's that's why that. you know, he was in that's why he was in the left obviously. Yeah. But you know, 408 chiming in. If Judge breaks Bonds' record, do you think that helps Barry from G Dog? I don't see how it could, uh, right? It doesn't hurt now, him. It doesn't help him. It doesn't help him because now you have Judge, who, as far as we know, is clean. And if he just did it, that knocks Barry down again because Barry was allegedly not, even though they never technically proved it. What's the percentage? Like, if you were going to Vegas today and you had $20 to your name and let's say with that $20, you realistically, it gets you about one Red Bull vodka, if that in Vegas, or it gets you, you know, in, in and out. Yeah. Unless or, you're gambling. Yeah. It gets you a burger, whatever, one hand of $20 blackjack, whatever. If you saw odds, Aaron judge breaking Barry Bonds record and that $20 could net you 500. Would you put the twenty on the to win the five hundred, or would you say Charlie, I'm going to get a burger because it's not happening? That is terrible. Of course, I would put the twenty down. You Why? Gotta, you you got to make it. It's more not breaking d- the record. You got to make, but that's twenty to win five hundred. Twenty to win a hundred. This is Vegas. Okay, I mean you're you're there with the cash. Twenty to twenty. You can to, satisfy yourself now, or you can throw the money in the toilet. You really think he's hitting seventy four homers? I mean, but okay, if you're saying twenty to hundred, then now maybe I might think about it. But twenty to five hundred, I'll take those chances. And five one zero. What do you mean he wasn't good in high school? The Giants drafted Barry Bonds from high school, then contract negotiations failed, so he went to college. I don't think either of us ever said anything about him not being good in high school. I just said he got, you know, yeah, I, I he was drafted out of Arizona State, so right. I, I changed that up. Um, 
I think 65 is the realistic number for Judge. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say he hits about 65. 70, 70 plus would be insane, but at the clip he's hitting it right now, seven of the last nine games. I mean, watch out. Watch out. He's coming for you. And then that brings us to the point of, is there any chance that Aaron Judge would leave the Yankees? And that brings me to this. The Yankees have signed guys like, or signed slash traded for guys like Rodriguez and Giambi and Teixeira, and the list goes on and on. When have they lost any of those guys? They always finish out their careers in New York or at least sign the extension or stay there. Who leaves? What player in recent Well, Cano left. Yeah, but Cano wasn't a superstar. Give me a superstar. He had his time in the sun when he... Won the home run derby with his dad pitching, but I mean, I mean, super like super superstar. Just saying, like all these guys that go to the Yankees, they don't leave. There's a very low percentage that Aaron Judge leaves. I mean, let's be honest. But if you're a Giants fan like myself, we don't have much else to go off of. So I'm going full blown Laker fan, and I'm saying next year your starting lineup for the Giants is going to have Aaron Judge and Shohei Otani. I'm just going to keep putting it in the universe because you know what, Charlie? There's no reason not to. We got nothing. Yeah, as of right now, you got uh, Machado playing shortstop for the Giants, but it's not uh, Manny Machado. It's a guy that's a career 220 hitter and hasn't played in the big since 2018. That's where they stand right now. The lineup today was, listen to this, if I would have told you after 107 wins a season ago, that their nine was Listella, Luis Gonzalez, Austin Slater, Brandon Belt, Lamont Wade, Yastrzemski, Machado, Vossler, and Wins. You would have been like, that sounds like uh, the Ross. That sounds like the Ross dress for less lineup, dude. Ross though, don't sleep on it. I, will, I went. I went there the other day. Found some really no, nice no, NBA I, shorts. I, go, I, I will go to Ross. I will go to TJ. Okay, I will go to Burlington. I'll go, but sometimes if you want to level up a bit, you got a wedding coming up, you got, you know, a nice date coming up, you got to level up. And that's all I'm saying. The Giants, you got to treat yourself sometimes. You got to treat yourself sometimes. Text line hopping in with Reggie Jackson as someone that left the Yankees. That was 81. Mm -hmm. So you'd have to go back a while. Cano's a good one to bring up, but there, there weren't many in terms of all the stars that they got to come in comparatively to the ones that said, I'm not going to re-sign with the Yankees because they have all the money in the world. They've showed it year in and year out, and they retain their players. It's what they do. Somehow, it's shocking with all the talent they brought in that they haven't won one since, I believe, 08. Um, but that's kind of where we stand right now with the New York Yankees when it yeah. comes to Aaron Judge. It's like, yes, there there should be some interest. If, if Aaron Judge played right now for the Angels... I think there'd be some serious noise surrounding mm-hmm. him coming to the Giants. And there still can be, because why not? You're, you're saying a, that's the one brand that it's just it's hard just to leave. It's tough to leave, yeah. I, I have no clue if, because he was he was 40, 42 at this point. I have no clue if they even offered him, but Randy Johnson is a guy who was with the Yankees, but then ended up, he only played three more years, two with the Diamondbacks, one with the Giants. So it's very, I don't know off the top of my head if they offered him and he declined or if they just said, hey, thank you. But 
you can keep it moving. Yeah, but Randy Johnson came in, played years 41 and 42, was semi-effective. But at that point, 42 years old, like I just think it's a, a little different story than Aaron Judge. I'm just talking guys oh, clearly in Clearly it's a different story. You, you asked me stars that left. Yeah. Well, I, it's interesting with Randy Johnson because when he left the Yankees, you figure at age 43, and this isn't talked about nearly enough, the fact that Randy Johnson was able to throw that hard and pitch until he was 45 years old. I mean, it's one thing with Jamie Moyer or some of these guys, Tim Wakefield, some of these guys that are mm-hmm. throwing knuckleballs and, and little 88-mile-per-hour fastballs yeah. up there like Moyer. Like, like Tyler Rogers can probably pitch until he's 52. But Randy Johnson, to be like semi-effective with a sub-4 ERA at age 43 and 44, but it's weird because he left the Yankees, and you figure, all right, he's going to Arizona, Maybe he wants to retire with the Diamondbacks because he had some of his better years with Arizona. Won four straight Cy Youngs and four of his five Cy Youngs with the Diamondbacks. So, okay, he's going to Arizona to to finish out his career. We see that happen all the time. Mm -hmm. Then he goes to the Giants. Interesting. I I never really uh, looked into that one. We got a surprise guest texter, not on the text line, on our text line, which is mine... In your group chat with Joe Shasky saying Randy Johnson got his 300th win as a Giant. Fun fact. Fun fact of the day. Another fun fact. Uh, Hideki Matsui is one that left the Yankees. But would you... Okay, a World Series MVP, that doesn't necessarily mean star. No, he was a a two-time All-Star. One, he he came to the Yankees when he was about 20... He was uh, 29 years old when he joined the Yankees. And then he left for the Angels. In now, Shasky's blowing us up. Shasky, we know he's from Livermore. Shasky, we know nine five seven nine five seven. We know he's from Livermore. Come on, July it's not day. amateur hour. <laughs> <laughs> Giants right now, overall, when you talk about where they stand and how brutal it's been since the All Star break, mm-hmm. is there anything that gives you hope with this team? Maybe they get healthy. It's interesting because. Before the break, all the talk was they've won seven of nine. Yeah. They're healthy. Mm-hmm. All the pieces are in play. They're a half game back of the wild card. They're still not that far back. I mean, we're, what, seven games, eight games, nine games into the I'm second gonna half tell, of the I'm going to tell you right now, Charlie, I'm going to tell you right now, all right? You get Webb going. You get Rodon going, all right? You get Brandon Crawford healthy. You get Brandon Belt on a heater. A little magic. You get late night Lamont back. Ooh. You get Yastrzemski doing his thing. All right. You get Darren Ruff hitting them out. Slater Taters. You get Jock Peterson with the pearls back. Austin wins. And all that. You get Evan Longoria being on the field. You get all that. And they miss the playoffs by two games. All right. Caller on the line. Mitch in New Jersey. He says, wait for Judge. What's up, Mitch? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How are you? Thanks for my call. Uh, good. I think our team should just wait till next year. Um, just wait. Get Aaron Judge. Stick it to the Yankees. I'm tired of the Yankees. They got A Rod. You have the winner series. I mean, they got, they got Michael Stan, uh, Gina Carlos Stan, excuse me. Gallo was looking good for a while. Cole. Uh, let's stick it to the Yankees, I hope. Thanks for the call. Um, it, it's. Yeah, it'll be interesting with Judge. They, they have to lose early. I'm telling you. I'd even, I'd even say, ALCS. They might be. He, he might be convinced 
all right, let's do this. I think I think one thing that's working in not just the Giants, but everyone who's going to be in on the judge sweepstakes, one thing working in their favor, as in everybody not associated with the Yankees. Again, watching this Derek Jeter documentary, you had that core. You had Mariano. You had Jorge. You had Bernie Williams. Obviously, you had Jeter. You had A-Rod. You had that core that was just synonymous with winning, synonymous with championships, synonymous with the Yankees. Now you have guys that are not synonymous this with Yankees the Yankees. This Yankees team doesn't have that. There's no... You just don't see it, and it's probably because they haven't won yet. But, you know, there's Garrett Cole, and there's the Bash Bros with Stanton and Judge. You, Aaron Hicks is... Every time I talk to someone, they're, Aaron Hicks is really, really good. He just has to stay on the field. It's been like that for seven years. I have no clue what to do with Aaron Hicks. They finally got rid of Brett Gardner. Glaber Torres has kind of regressed a bit. They don't have a... To me, it doesn't feel like they have a strong core that... When you talk about the brotherhood that you see when when you watch the Derek Jeter documentary, the Yankees don't have that right now. And and when you, he got interviewed, Aaron Judge did before the All Star break, and he got caught off guard. They asked, "What's up?" You know, they referenced a fan that was real sad, and he said, "Oh, don't worry, you'll still be a Judge fan for life." He did not go the direction of "I really want to be a Yankee." This, that, and the third, because. I don't think that they have that. You know, you got Aaron Boone, who he likes to go to bat for his guys, and every time you look, he's getting yelled at, get you know, yelling at someone and getting thrown out. They, they want to have you have Aunt, uh, Rizzo who came by. They have a core, but I just even winning these games, they don't seem to have that. We're locking step. We're gonna we're gonna run it back if it. No, tell it, me this. I don't though. get that. Tell me this though. If you sign. Aaron Judge, or if you're planning, if you're Farhan and you're looking in the mirror right now or, or talking to your guys and saying, hey, our move is to get, whether it's him, Otani, any of these big offseason names, the smartest thing to do would be sell everyone right now, correct? And go all in for next year. You got to sell something somebody wants, though. Rodon. You got Rodon to sell? You got go on. You got. You can, I'm, you can I'm get waiting. together. You can get together a, a package with your Stremsky and Slater and, and, and someone else potentially. And, Dick, and, and Dixon Machado. Yeah. Uh, Slater six five zero hopping in. Didn't Johnny Damon go from the A's to New York to Boston? I believe it was from Boston to New York. But I could because he had the beard. Won the World Series in Boston. And then had to shave the beard. And everyone said he's treacherous. He went to New York. I believe. That was the move there. It was Oakland, Boston, New York. I'm saying New York usually gets who they want. They, can they we talk about money? that for a second? And you can chime in if you want on the call line, text line. Fair or foul, the, the shaving rule for the Yankees. is It's foul to me. It really rubs me the wrong way. It's pretty stupid. I think it's pretty dumb, but... It's like some things people just refuse to get out of their own ways and change, and that's how it is with the Yankees. Like we've been doing this for the test of time, and we're going to stick with it. Eventually, new generation's going to come in, and someone's going to operate the Yankees in 15, 20 years, and they're going to say, "This is so dumb." Here we go. Here's the actual rule. Since 1976, the New York Yankees have maintained a strict appearance policy specifying that players' hair must not touch their collars and that they may have mustaches but no other 
facial hair. Which is actually ridiculous because during the pandemic, when I was working for my last TV station, NBC in Lexington, I it was the pandemic. You couldn't get haircuts or anything. Mm. Remember, all the barber shops were closed. Everyone was growing beards because why not? So I grew this long, long beard and was just wearing it on the airwaves, had no issues with it. And then one day I decided I was going to have a mustache. I'd never had one in my life. It's a pandemic. Who cares? You know, we're, we're talking about people honking for people's birthday parties, driving by and, and some of the, mm-hmm. you know, it was that time of news. So I'm like, I'm going to go with the mustache. Only time I ever got a call from my boss the next day. Hey, no, no it's, mustache. It's, it's this is, this isn't the 1970s. The crest ash. Yeah. No mustaches. And that's how it brings us to a break. Alan Styles, Chuck Walter, 95.7 The Game, 30 minutes on the other side. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now back. To 95.7 The Game. Last half hour of the show, Chuck Walter and Alan Stiles with you. Before the break, we were talking about the Yankees and specifically Aaron Judge and how, yes, it makes a lot of sense that he could potentially come to the San Francisco Giants in the offseason, but these Yankees, they don't seem to leave. They stay there. They like life in New York. They get paid a lot of money. And 510 had a good one. Roger Clemens, he left the Yankees to... Mm-hmm. Go with the Astros, where I believe he came up short of a World Series with Bagwell and Berkman yeah. and all those guys. I, I mean, we're talking about the strongest sports brands in the world. Yankees is probably number one. Uh, 
Lakers, Yankees, and Cowboys. With the way that they're moving in the next five years, ten years, could be the Warriors. I mean, currently the brand is high. Currently, but you can't even make you can't even say that. Yeah, you can. Where we had that conversation, where Warriors still isn't even the number one brand in the Bay Area. Still the Niners. Yeah. Hey, man, when it comes to that, uh, the big news in sports today and really probably the biggest news of the entire month of July that happens on the last day, at age 88, Bill Russell, a trailblazer, a Bay Area guy through and through, played his basketball at McClyman's High School in Oakland, then went on to be a two-time national champion at USF in 1955 and 1956. He peacefully passed away today at the age of 88. As for the San Francisco 49ers, we touched up on them with Trey Lance and how some people seem to think that Trey Lance is, it's a small percentage, but some seem to think that he's not ready. And we kind of meet in the middle right now that we say we both think he's going to be good, maybe not outstanding out of the gate. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions, but I think the smartest thing to do right now as a Niners fan is hope that he's above serviceable, he's a good quarterback that shows flashes, and that everyone around him is great. Speaking of everyone around him being great and whether he could fit into the mix, we're going on a full 180, switching to the NBA, where take of this what you will. Yahoo.com. Articles on Yahoo.com. It's no... It's no NPR. You know, it is what it is. It's Yahoo. But an anonymous executive, a GM in the NBA, told Sean Denevy of Heavy.com that Golden State would be a good option for Carmelo Anthony. And we've talked about this a little bit. The text line gets riled up. They say, no, they don't want Carmelo. They, there are names that just we, we bring up, and it's a trigger word. And Carmelo Anthony is one of them. I'd say 90% of the people that chime in the text line say, why? What does he bring to the table? Brings breaking news has hit the text box. Let's go. Give it to us. Give it to us. On a Sunday, breaking news. 440 on this Sunday. Sources are saying that the 49ers and star weapon Debo Samuel are in agreement on a massive contract extension keeping him in San Francisco for the foreseeable future. The drama is over. The bridge is rebuilt. It's a three-year extension worth $73.5 million, the source said, with $58.1 million guaranteed. This is per Rappaport, Ian Rappaport. Very, very reliable source of information. When he says that something happens, it usually happens. So it seems Debo Samuel is staying in San Francisco with a three-year extension worth $73.5 million, and bam, just like that, welcome back to practice. Wow. Niners are ready to go. I We're mean, we knew, we knew Cam. Come Forget on, you got to get the, the breaking news sound. Can we get some celebration music? Can we get something? It's over. The drama is over. I was waiting for the breaking news sounder. We've never gotten to use it on this Sunday, and there we go. Wow. Debo is back. Like he never left. So per Adam Scheffner, the 49ers are giving Debo Samuel $71.5 million extension, including $58.1 million guaranteed. Oh, you said 71.5. I, I got 73 and a half. Either way, he's making a lot of money. That's peanuts. 
He's getting the $58.1 million guaranteed is, is what we're looking at right now. And when it comes down to it, Niners have done a good job of that in recent years. You know, getting their stars early in camp, locked up and ready to go for the season, and it's no different here, is the breaking news. Sources per Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter's in on it. When the big names are in on it, you usually believe it. And Debo Samuel looks to be in an agreement on a massive contract extension, keeping him in San Francisco for the foreseeable future. That's huge. Yeah, and just for... Just for the landscape, he is now a, a bit shy of $24 million a year. We'll call it 20, $24 million a year. He is now in the likes of DK Metcalf, Stephon Diggs, a shade under A.J. Brown. It feels right. Give me the number. Devontae Adams, or it wasn't Adams, Devon- excuse me, Tyreek Hill signing the biggest He's at thirty million a year. Thirty million then a year. Then you drop down to twenty-eight million a year with Devontae Adams. DeAndre Hopkins at $27 million a year. So open up those phone lines. The time has come. You, you want to see Trey Lance at his best? Give him the best weapon in the game. Debo Samuel is back. He's back, and he's signed, and now he's playing wherever you tell him to play. He's playing wherever you play. Yeah, for $24 million a year, I'll play wherever. You, and you've given me $58 million guaranteed. I'll be wide back. I'll be skinny back. I'll be anything. Trey Lance gets his guy. We know he's already been building up his relationship with Brandon Ayuk. Now you give him, now you give him Debo back. He's gonna be on a mission. He's working off that shrimp and grits. Oh, I just I love how sports work. I mean, we're sitting here getting ready to go in the rabbit hole as we've hit, you know, three hours of every topic of sports that is going on right now currently and looking ahead to the future so we go down the rabbit hole of Carmelo Anthony potentially joining the Warriors per a a GM it would make some sense and he believes it could happen and literally right as we're about to discuss dubs and we love our dubs here on 95.7 the game home of the dubs of course the breaking news comes out and uh yeah, the 49ers and Debo Samuel have worked it out. All that off-season drama, the I don't want to be here anymore, the cryptic yeah. Instagram messages, it ends with a pocket full of cash. Pocket full of cash. We'll never know if this was part of his whole plan. I think he would have got paid even without the trade situation. It doesn't matter now. He's here to stay for the next three years. You got to be excited if you're a Niners fan. You thought it would get done. You knew once DK got his deal, they have the same agent. But it's nice to see what will eventually be pen to paper moving into this season. And now we can start to really break down Trey Lance because you got musical chairs at the offensive line position. You didn't necessarily have all the ones out there. It's getting close to go time. You need to have your horses in the stable. You need to have them ready to run, just like when I was at the State Fair yesterday, and that's what they have back. They're number one in Debo Samuel. Well, now, and he's, he's it seems to be, the sources are saying that he is a San Francisco 49er with a three-year extension, but now the question comes to the numbers because the numbers are changing. Brian, you got to help me out with this, saying his three-year extension is worth $71.5 million. Uh, can get up to 73 and a half max, but he gets 73 
5.5 million guaranteed. You just said 51 million guaranteed. What, what's his guaranteed well, who money? Who cares? Like? What are we? we who Debo cares? Sanders is a 49er. That's all we care about. Who He's cares? playing this upcoming season, but in terms of money, how much of that's guaranteed? So in terms of money, uh, Rappaport said that it's 73.5 million guaranteed of right now, as of one minute ago. Well, I'm kind of an idiot. Wait, 73.5. How, how is he getting more guaranteed than his three-year extension is worth? Just crickets. Can't play the crickets. <laughs> crickets on that one. Anyway, $73.5 million guaranteed. He will be 29 years old entering the last year of his deal for a potential another massive deal, and that's where you don't sign him. A 29-year-old running back receiver hybrid. Yeah. You, you, you probably don't sign him if he's asking for good money there. That's usually when mistakes are made. But this is perfect, man. Three years, you have him for this window that we said is open and can close quickly. Trey Lance has his top target. He's in practice. Distractions are gone. What a Sunday. I mean, this is how this is how you go in to eating your prime rib, your nice Sunday dinner. Your 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 sides are going to taste better now, Charlie. All right. My apologies. My apologies. It was a typo. It's 58.1 million guaranteed. All right. So we went from 51 to 58 to 73 back to 58. All right. So he's getting a lot of money. That's what we know here. And yes, the, the sides are going to be tasting good. I think I'll even eat my Brussels sprouts tonight. Eat your Brussels sprouts. You know, I, you Brussels know, sprouts them, stink. No, yeah, Text them, line 888 I put soy sauce. I put bacon. I've had them at five They're star gonna restaurants. Taste good today. They're, They're going to taste good, good today. They're not because good. Because Debo is back. All right. He's going to have that chain on the sideline after he caught a pass from one Trey Lance. He's going to be in the backfield. They're going to be running. RPOs, you don't know where the ball's gonna go, and then they're gonna fake it. Then you got Brandon Ayuk streaming down the sideline. Trey Lance with his hitchy hitchy woo woo throw, gonna throw down there, get a touchdown. The weapons are back, Charlie. All of them. I wonder with Debo Samuel because last year, and and give me five seconds to get up the full numbers as I start talking really slow to buy myself some time. Last year, when it comes to the game logs and how he how much he rushed it. The first game, no rushes. Two rushes, two rushes, one rush, one rush, zero, zero, zero. He picked it up in that Rams game when the team really turned the corner. Mm -hmm. That was when Debo, at that point, they That's had a losing when the whole record. thing took off. Everything switched over. He started getting five-plus carries every single game the rest of the year. The last uh, eight of the regular season and in the postseason, he was always getting five-plus carries. Now I wonder, he has the money, he's getting paid, is there any chance that he's getting even more carries than that? Could we see Debo no. for 10 plus? No. no. They went out, they got a running back. I mean, even with Mitchell potentially, you know, no, he's, he's I don't coming think off so. a tough it, offseason. It's going to be gadget play, like niche things. This yeah. is not going to be a thing. No. We want to see, I want to. In the backfield, though, even in the flat, catching some balls. I mean, sure, sure. But we want to see, look, Debo wanted to prove and come out and say, you know, he is an elite wide receiver. So I think he's good. When we sit there and say, all right, the route running, he's had issues with drops. He's coming out with the vengeance to say, I'm silencing all that. Yes, I can be this wide back, but I'm not a jack of all trades, master of none. I can I can prove to you that I can run these routes and I can do this as well. Debo Samuel, the last 15 minutes of our show, providing us with some potentially groundbreaking news. The 49ers and star weapon Debo Samuel worked for months to get it done, but he lands the huge deal, sources are saying. And by sources, we mean Rappaport and Schefter and all the big guys. Three-year extension worth 73 and a half. 
the guarantee is 58.1. He will have this three-year deal until he's 29 years old. That'll be the last year of his deal. So the 49ers have their weapon. Um, that's the update there. I'm wondering, though, as we sidebar to the running backs, as we're talking about the the rushing attack for the 49ers this year, is Trey Sermon just, is that a name that's no longer viable? I don't think he's done, but I think that it reminds me of Alabama, right? Whoever's whoever's hot, whoever is, is doing their thing, that's who Shanahan's going to go with. And if you're not showing your worth, we got too many guys. We got five different you know, five-star recruits. We can't afford to sit around and mess around with you. And we got Debo. I mean, he because had, he signed, he's back. Just like, just like Cam Newton for the one game last season. Yeah, I can't even make my voice go that high. He's back. Sermon had that what two-game stretch around New Year's a couple of years ago when Ohio State played Clemson and Alabama where he looked like the greatest running back on the planet. Mm-hmm. And even Ohio State fans hadn't talked much about him beforehand. It was all about Dobbins or all about all the different running backs they've had over the years. And you never really heard Sermon. Then he came out against Clemson and had one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. He looked like a young Derrick Henry. Um, but you would think that if in year two as a running back, if he's not making any sort of a splash and is doing what he did last year, he probably won't be in Santa Clara long. But Debo, again, at the end of this contract, he'll be 29. 58 58- million guaranteed that's not money that you want to put in the backfield dude you're not go you're you're not putting it no, in the backfield I'm not, very I'm often i'm not saying i'm you know putting an eye formation and, and pound them up the middle but i'm yeah, saying that's you can, over you can put them in the backfield and use different ways to get them involved i and, think and i think i think he will be this season the greatest decoy to ever live i just don't see that you know how bad it would look charlie if he did get injured from a play in the backfield, that would be brutal. Play in the backfield, you talking about a rush up the middle, or are you talking, and I'm a talking swing pass? Not a swing pass. Anything where there isn't a pass involved. Let's say it like that. What about what about a jet sweep? Is he getting heat? I don't he's make the jet rules. sweep. I'm, I don't make Dude, the here's, rules. Here's the thing: you get your best player touches, and and granted, I don't know if he's their best player. I mean, realistically, you got three, four other guys that you can point to, but on offense. Kittle, Samuel, those are really, I mean, taking out Trent Williams from the offensive line, those are the only two answers you can make, right? Mm-hmm. Am, am I wrong there? No, it's either, I it's either so. Kittle or Samuel is your best offensive player. And so if it's Samuel, you get the ball in his hands as many times as you can. I, I agree. I just think that it's... You got him for three years, use him. It's tight. It's tight. That's all I'm saying. We got more details on the deal, 49ers. Wide receiver Debo Samuel becomes the 11th receiver to do a deal this offseason with an APY of $20 million or more. Prior to March, there had been just four such deals for wideouts in league history. You know what? But that's because he's a wide back. All right? He does things differently. He will take your chain. He will take your bike. And he will take a W in the column for the Niners. Debo Samuel is back. Mr. Steal Your Heart, Mr. Steal Your Dreams. With that being said, you said tier one in terms of money is now Tyreek Hill. No mm-hmm. one's touching him. He's got the massive contract. Adams is tier two. Give me some of those names again that Debo Samuel's getting paid amongst the likes of. So Debo is basically with A.J. Brown. So the top four, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup. Fair enough. And Cooper Cup ends at a little more than... 
26 million, 26.7 million. Then after that, you get to AJ Brown at 25 million, Stefan Diggs at 24 million, DK Metcalf at 24 million, and, and Debo's right there, a little bit more than exactly 24 million. And you think it's about exactly what you think he's worth? I think so. I think, I think so. You can't put you cannot put him in the same category as Cup. Yeah. And D and and Debo might be better than it's it's if you can argue, it makes sense. Cause I don't know who's better between AJ Brown and Debo. I don't know who's better between Stefan Diggs and Debo. I'm not necessarily sure who's better between DK Metcalf and Debo. But that next round of Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, and Devontae Hill and Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, I don't think I don't today's not the day for that. Because Debo's coming home. Maybe after this season, we might be saying, you know what? The, the Niners got Debo on a good deal. And this is how it ends. Final 20 seconds of the show are spent with some breaking news. Sources saying the 49ers are giving Debo Samuel a three-year, $71.55 million extension, including $58.1 million guarantee. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 